2: Welcome to another episode of the Moments of Madness podcast, the show that brings you insightful and inspirational conversations with international guests who left their safe harbors behind in their pursuit of realizing something new and different. In each episode, we highlight real-life experiences of positive transformation as we explore the drivers behind their success. And now, here's your host, Tommy Sessi.
3: Merry Christmas and warm welcome to a special episode of the show. Today is the last show of the year and together we explore personal growth through organic farming. This is Moments of Madness and I'm your host, Tommy Sessi.
2: Make sure to subscribe and follow our weekly episodes to develop the sensitivity needed to realize your own opportunities and the courage to take action. The Moments of Madness Podcast.
3: So today is a little bit of a special experience because we are actually sitting in the same room and normally we do the I do the interviews online. Uh, but today, my good friend. Thomas Delgado from here from Spain. He's uh, joining me in the studio, and uh, he's a musician. And uh, welcome, Thomas.
1: Thank you, Thomas. Hello, everyone. Everyone. So, tell a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Well, as you say, I'm Thomas, the same name that you have. <laughs> I'm a Spanish. Uh, I'm 42 years old years old now, and now I'm a musician. Though before, I went to different uh, stages in my life. Uh, doing different things that are very different from what I'm doing now. Um, I'm living in Malaga.
3: Let's head back in time and explore your big moments of madness, Thomas.
1: Yeah, well, I was living in Madrid by 2009, working for a big NGO as a project uh, manager. I realized something was going wrong. I I was 33 by then. Uh, there was a big, starting a big crisis, in, in, uh, especially in Spain, and also in my life, thinking I, I was not in, in the place I, I should be. And I didn't know what to do, but something, I had to take a decision and make some changes for a period of time I, I was happy with my job as uh, um, in, in NGOs you, you think you're working uh, for something that makes sense you know, in, in your life and the life of the rest of the people and the countries you are helping through the development you know, from your country. Well, anyway, uh, it wasn't that hard because I, re- I wasn't really feeling that was my profession. That's the truth. It was just an office job and I didn't feel the passion for that. And to me, the most honest thing to do in that time was to leave and to get that position for a, a, another person that will enjoy and will have the passion for for that job. So first I thought about leaving the, the job for six months, like I have a, a leave uh, of six months and then come back and travel. But one day I just sit down and, and thought about maybe it would be a good idea to just quit everything and change. And then through a good friend of mine that was doing this program of... Um, organic farming, volunteering in, in Australia. I thought that would be the, the best way to, of living. Like uh, I didn't have that much money, I, have so, I had some savings. But then this way of traveling, uh, it was going to be something different in which you don't, don't need to waste a lot of money and you can travel for many, many months. And then, yes, I went to Australia and that's where my adventure of life started. So,
3: Thomas, let's talk a little bit more about the situation when you discovered this uh, new side about yourself. What was it exactly that was going on during this time? I mean, you talked about the financial crisis and that you were not happy with your situation, but can you dig a little bit deeper and try to explore what what was it really that was going on and, and why was you, were you not happy?
1: Well, I don't... It's just something of connection with your body. I think uh, physically I didn't feel really well, but nothing was really was going wrong in a, you know, like I didn't have any kind of sickness, but but I felt I wasn't feeling comfortable. I knew I was not in, in the place where I should be, but I didn't know also where I should be. That's why the crisis comes when you don't really know what to do, but you have to take action instead of just keeping on where you are. Also, I had freedom, you know, I didn't have any family, just myself and, and nothing else than that and some savings. And that's why I felt, for a moment, I felt the freedom. And from that freedom, then that's where I really started a new life.
3: And how did you find out that you could go abroad and do this?
1: Yeah, there are many. Well, there are many uh, web pages about farming in you know, organic uh, farms, so or maybe doing different work jobs. You know, like as a volunteer abroad. And then, as I told you, this friend, she was uh, in Australia through the Helpx webpage, which I re- uh, which I really recommend if you want to try this, this experience around the world. Then, well, yeah, just, I just just subscribed to the page and and filled my profile, and then I bought a ticket to Australia. It was maybe in in, in August, and the trip was going to be in November. I didn't really know. Where, where I was going to go, but then when I re- uh, when I filled the profile in in the in the HelpX, uh, page, a family from from Tasmania in Australia, they were looking for volunteers for the farm, and then they contact me and they told me, Thomas, would you mind? Would you like to come with us for one month in in November? And I thought, well, This is great. Then I have a place to start, and and then well, I I went there to Australia to this farm for one month, and then once you're there, you start to look for different farms in this uh, web page, and then you contact. with the families, with the places, with the houses, and they tell you what they need, and then you just arrange the stay with them for maybe one week, two weeks, three weeks, and then never stops if you don't want to stop. (laughs) Then you came to Australia, and what happened there? Well, then many things, like a different life. I went from from a life in an office um, from Monday to Friday, eight and a half hours in, in, in sitting in, in a desk in front of a computer to a different life in nature, uh, weeding, taking care of animals, painting, cooking with people, uh, meeting new people, new places, especially nature. Like, to me, it was still is, and it was like a, a master, like a, a, a teacher, nature. Um, and, well, different, totally different life. To get my hands in, in, the, in, the, in the mud and, and in, with the plants and the growing and the organic f- growing and different lifestyle too. And it went from there to a diff- other countries. So I went to eight countries in total for almost four years in more than 40 farms.
3: How do you think this changed you as a person?
1: Well, I think... I'm a different person from where I was before. It changed me, it helped me to grow and to to be more myself, who I am, and to get closer to my nature. And um, when, before I used to live by myself for 10 years, and then after living with different people in different houses, like people, they open the house to, to for you to share with them, and and they share with you. And that for me is being, because still I'm sharing, you know, and now I'm living, I'm not working a farm, but I share an apartment with three more people. I think it's one of the best points of the experience is to share with people and to live with different people and then you learn you learn a lot about, about yourself, about how you behave and you can become a better person through through the others.
3: You have done a lot of things that have been new to you. Have you felt scared along the way and how have you how have you managed that?
1: Well, sometimes, like, for example, painting a roof in a top building when in a house, at first I was scared because when they asked me, well, one of the jobs we have here uh, is painting. Do you mind if you can paint? Then at first I had vertigo and then I thought, oh my God, and <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to, to be able to do that. But then I felt so comfortable doing it. And then I felt like many fears we have inside, is um, they're more from our minds. They limit our, our experiences. And then suddenly I felt very comfortable. Yes, you are more aware, more present of what you have to do. I remember that as a very special point, like being able to paint a roof with freedom and, and doing very, being very happy doing that.
3: How did you manage going from a position where you, you were paid to doing something like this?
1: Yes, that's a very interesting part of the of the of the journey about money. Like uh, in this case, you don't need that much money, and it doesn't matter if you have a little bit. You have more. What if you have more money? Maybe you you can go to more different countries. As I had, I had more money. Like for for the transportation. Once you are in the house, in the in the in the farm, you don't really need money because you have food, you have a a place to sleep, you have nature. Many times you have a bicycle to to travel. I mean to go around, and you change. You are not living in a city in a town. You you don't need to buy things. So the savings you have you can keep you can keep them for traveling for transportation and uh, well in my case but there are different cases if you you don't you don't have that much money you can do it in your country there are many places and farms where you can go and you can take a bus and maybe hitchhike and go to the farm so then money becomes uh, it changes the meaning of the money of what is money for you so that's a part of the experience too
3: Let's try to connect your four years experience on the farm with your career as a musician today. Can you talk a little bit about what was it that happened in your life and why did you decide to to pursue music?
1: Yes, well, I, when I was a child, I studied in a music school f- for maybe six, seven years. But then I quit when I was 16, and I, I didn't do anything about music. I was just a lover of music. Um, I listened music for every day. And then when I was 30... Um a friend of mine he he gave me his guitar because he was going to travel and then he asked me to keep it for him for a while and then well I used to play the piano not the guitar and then well little by little I started to to play and and then songs they start coming to my mind and melodies and while I was traveling I I was with a guitar which I left in a place when I was in Malaysia and then Just to touch, you know, just to think, okay, if this is the thing I have to do, I I will know uh, there will be signs. no? And then from there on, um, in most of the houses I used to go, there was a guitar and then I kept on playing. And then, well, uh, like four years ago, I I realized that was what I wanted to do. Really, when I was looking for a profession or what I want to do in my life, one of the options was to keep on doing farming which was interesting, but then why not try it with music, which is the thing that I like the most. And I thought, well, maybe this is a hobby, but something inside of me to, was telling me this is not a hobby, it's something you have to really uh, spend time doing and enjoy doing and share with other people.
3: I think it's very interesting that you did something that was uh, really big for you, and, and it really led to something that you, you couldn't possibly plan. And this is something that I talked to Christina Pelten about in episode four. Have you thought about that specific thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's very interesting that throughout my life I was always uh, shy when I had to speak in public. I will not make, be the person that would make a question in in the class or in a in a place where more people were gathering. In my job, I remember when I when I had to do a presentation in front of people, a PowerPoint presentation or something. I I was sweating. I'm very nervous, and if 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 back then you tell me today I was going to be on a stage in front of people uh, singing, I, I would I have told you, no, that's impossible. And that's what I'm really getting prepared to do now. So that's, <laughs> that's what's happening. It's very funny. Sometimes I think it's very funny and very, it's madness, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how does a, a day look for you today? I'm getting prepared to do this job as best as I can, as is, as is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So I practice, I have a coach, a singing coach, a guitar coach. I go to dancing, too. I got some. I do some dancing and yoga for to be my body to be prepared. And and then I have to do my composition of my music, of my songs. And then that's what I'm doing, and getting prepared and taking this as a, a, a new career. As when I was younger, I studied law, I did totally different. Now I have the chance and the privilege to be able to study and to be prepared for for what I want to do. I think never is late to do what you want. It doesn't matter the age, the age. And that's what I'm doing, to enjoy the journey. And, and I guess that
3: this journey has a lot of challenges as, as well. Not only learning to, to play music, but also connected to what you mentioned before, your fear of, of being in the, in the spotlight. How do you work with that?
1: Well, yes, maybe this is connected with the last, your last interview to Janet. About meditation and, well, I can tell you that it helped me a lot to, I found out meditation when I was traveling in my organic farming volunteer in New Zealand. I did this Vipassana retreat, which is a a meditation tool where you have in many countries, you have a, a, from a, this institution, which is called Darmaneru, where you can spend 10 days and in a, doing a meditation, they teach you how to meditate. Or they, well, they, they give you tools to meditate because I think there's no way to meditate. I mean, it should be something like 24 hours uh, all the time being present, no? But it's always good, at least for me, it has been, they gave me some tools which I've been using and um, they help me to to be more present, more focused in, in what I'm doing in the moment. Anything that I'm doing, has been important, it's important. Could you
3: share some of those techniques with our listeners?
1: You just can relax, sit down in a comfortable place hmm, where you can feel your, your back, your spine is, is tall, your, your body is relaxed. And then start with your breathing. Just feel your breath. If it's fast, it's fast. If it's slow, it's slow. Just yes, as, it as it is. And then you can start to, to feel your body from the top of your head Then you start with your head, with your nose, your eyes, your lips. Just feel your body. Then you go to your ears, to your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your hands. Then feel your chest, your back. Then you go all through the body to the top of your toes. And then, once you're there, you can go all the way up from the tip of your toes to your head. Don't worry if if there are thoughts that go through your mind. If there are thoughts on your mind, just allow them to be as if they were clouds. They come in, they go. They stay for one minute, it's okay, don't worry. The important thing is not to get frustration and nervous about that. Just allow you to, to to allow everything that is happening. But then you remember you have to focus on going and feel your body. Well, I think that in a way it connects you to, with your inner being and with, with something that is very close to you, which is your, your own body, and feel the tensions and the and the, and the pleasure too.
2: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. You are listening to the Moments of Madness podcast with Tommy Sessi. If you are listening through iTunes or Stitcher, please rate us or write a short review. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please share it. Thank you for your support.
3: How do you know that you want to do this for the rest of your life?
1: Mm, it was more intuition. Um, and I think the, when, I, when I take the guitar, and then that's where I feel it. I just have to take, maybe sometimes I have doubts. Still, I have sometimes doubts of what I'm doing, where I'm going. This is mad, crazy. But then give me a guitar, and then I feel, I don't know why this is it then the melodies, the songs, they start to come very easily. Well, I have, of course, I have to work, I have to um, to train and to sit down and to write and to practice. But there's something out, outside from discipline, which is very important, the discipline, which is some, there's a power there that is telling me, this is what you have to do. And I don't know what is, I don't know. It's very, it's a mystery.
3: <laughs> it's fantastic that you found that part of yourself.
1: Thomas, what do you think the, that- the key
3: learnings are from, from your journey. Could you share those with, with our audience?
1: Well, one of the most important for me is to observe your beliefs about many things, in, in, about your thoughts. You no? Know? Because many times those beliefs are, are limiting you to do things. So one of the things I did, I went through. You know, I, I wrote many, many things about things that were coming to my mind, to beliefs, and I thought, "Well, this is not mine. This is for my grandmother. This is for my grandfather. This is for my mother. This is from society, from history, and they were limiting my my creativity." And then now, one of the I think I don't know anything. I don't have any belief. I just go with the flow and try not to uh, be stuck in a belief, which is limiting my my life. And then that's one of the keys that is working for me. So,
3: so how do you attack that? How do you how do you do? Do you write it down, or
1: well, through through a, right now I'm not writing that much, but through a long period of time I I, I used to write. I used to well, there's a there's a, a very interesting book which is called the, the artists way I, I I got some clues from that book that a, a French um recommended recommended to me and it was to wake up in the morning and the first thing you will do is to write three pages the first thing in the morning write three pages don't worry you don't have to think anything just write whatever comes to your mind if nothing comes to your mind just write that i mean it's and then I, I did it like for you have to do for 60 days in a, i mean 60 days and then you can stop you want you can keep on doing it and I did it because I like to experiment I love to experiment with things that to me are you know are it's possible to do yeah? and it's, it's like a challenge let's see what happens if i experiment this and it was fun and i and i, and I didn't really and you don't have to sh- you can break them if you want after after all you don't need to use the the pages but then sometimes you you can you can experience and see some ideas you have and then that's where i the the the, the, the job of uh, getting rid of beliefs starts you know like when you're aware of that beliefs
3: so basically, three pages for 60 days, it's uh, 180 pages. You wrote a book in two months.
1: Yeah, but I, but I, I think I, I threw it away. Because <laughs> you really didn't need to go through that. I mean, many times you don't know what you're writing. You are just... But it's something like... To, it's helping you to be more creative. And also, to get rid in the very first minutes of the morning, to get rid of many things in your mind, you know, to leave it, leave it clear, for to fill it up with with, with things that are, are yours, you know.
3: In the end, I, I want to ask you if there's any anything more you want to
1: share with our
3: audience, and if you can talk a little bit about where they can reach you.
1: Well, right now I'm working in my in my artis- artistic page, but I still I'm. You can reach me in Facebook because soon I will have a, an artist page when, we, when we, I will share my music. I hope soon or whenever it is because I'm not in a hurry. It will come naturally, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> So you can reach me on Facebook, or hmm, that would be the the best, you know. Tomás Delgado is my name, I can put the name there. When I feel free, that's where I really belong. And and the rest of the things, that will fall into place once you feel free from thoughts and beliefs and limits. And a
3: little surprise for our listeners today is that Tomás, he wants to perform one of his songs. So he brought his guitar and he's ready to perform for you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to sing a song that I composed um, in a very special place. Because for the last two years, I've been singing in the street here in Malaga, in a special place, which is a uh, tunnel. A tunnel that is under the the Castillo de Gibraltar, the castle in here in Malaga. It's a very small place where uh, there's no cars allowed. Allowed only people and many tourists and people walking dogs and with a bicycle and. They have inspired me and I've been sharing with them music and I have the chance to to do improvisation there. And this song was composed in just in the the tunnel. So I want to share this song which is called South of Spain. in all my things I just have some clothes mm, and a few memories moving on Have my feet on the ground, my head in the stars going down to the south of Spain, a place where I can lay my head the sun Going down To the south of Spain A place where I can lay A place where I can lay My head on the sun Just have some clothes mm, And a few memories I'm going down To the south of Spain A place where I can lay A place where I can lay My head on the side A place where I can lay my head.
3: It was such an amazing experience to share half an hour next to a good friend who truly found his purpose in life. So what can we learn from Thomas? He left a well-paid job, then traveled to Australia first and then all over the world to help out at organic farms, basically with no financial compensation. The return of investment, though, probably was worth much more than gold as Thomas found his lost confidence and finally got back on track doing what he's always been meant to be doing with his life. Try to figure out which are your inner barriers limiting your own personal growth. I think you should challenge yourself every day, but the right three pages per day challenge Thomas talked about might be something for you. Don't wait for things to happen. You are the leader of your own life. Take action. Imagine that you can grow from being a very shy person into a fearful musician performing in front of a big audience, not by playing music, but by meeting new people on a journey that you thought would take you somewhere else. Life is truly amazing. Don't miss out on it. On next episode, 1st of January, I have invited Luis bucher an internationally recognized but very humble visual artist. He's going to share his grand realization in life connected to positive thinking and how that itself changed the opportunities you create for yourself. I'm so happy that you joined during this year and I'm looking forward to share many moments of madness with you in the new. Until next time, think about this. Change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end.
2: That's this week's episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. We hope you had an inspirational journey and that you will be back for more. Don't miss a thing. Sign up for our newsletter at www.podcastofmadness.com, where you will also find out more about the show and how to reach us. Thank you for listening.